0: Glory to the Lord. Amen. I'm glad to be in the house of our God today. Praise the name of Jesus. Good to see all of you. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory to the Lord. You can be seated. We're going to have our announcements and everything right up at the first and we're going to have Brother Scotty come with a godly trait and then we're going to worship the Lord and we're going to just worship him in the beauty of holiness. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God. Brother Hillman, come and, and give the announcements if you would, and also receive any offerings that we have today.
1: Can the church shout, Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Come on, let's say it again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! All right, so give the Lord a hand of praise this morning. He's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy. He's worthy. Praise the Lord! We have several things going on this month. Starting off, we having a pumpkin patch and Saturday. Our truck supposed to be here October fifteenth at eight thirty a.m. in the morning, and we're going to need as many that can help offload the the truck uh, with the pumpkins. So that would be greatly appreciated if all those that can show up to help unload the uh, pumpkin. So it won't be just a couple of people trying to do all that work. Amen. So the more, the merrier. Amen. Praise the Lord. And also, um, uh, Monday, uh, October 17th, that's actually when the pumpkin patch uh, activities begin, is on October 17th. So uh, keep that in mind as well. And on the Sunday October 30th when we finished with the with the uh, celebrating and doing the things for the, the week of the 17th on the 30th of October we have a pop a fellowship and the pastor did have I guess a month or so back a list of items that that we need for that uh, particular event so that way we won't be having the, the same Stuff, you know, don't need to have five, five different uh, things of macaroni and cheese. You know, we need to kind of have varieties of stuffs. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, I, uh, I uh, don't know where to list that, but those of you that would like to take part in that, and uh, cook something special, hey, it would be greatly appreciated. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, keep that in mind. The potluck on the, uh, having a fellowship. Sunday, October 30th. That's going to be 5 p.m., and then the next day we're going to have the Fall Fest. That begins at 5 p.m. Monday, October 31st. For some of you, Amen. That's um. That don't want to celebrate the way the world celebrates, trick or treat. We taking the place of that for our Fall Fest. So. Bring your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, your sons, and your daughters. If they want to have a good spiritual atmosphere and still have fun, because some people think because you do things spiritual, you can't have no fun. But I tell you, you can have a lot of fun living for the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then we have Ladies Retreat. That's going to be Friday, October 11th at 3 p.m. Um. Uh, i let someone announce where the place is going to be at, but uh, you can get with our pastor's uh, wife or our bishop's wife, and they will give you the other information that, that uh, you need to know pertaining to that. So if one of them would like to um, share that with the congregation, they can do that at this time.
2: Um, the retreat will be um, held at Summer Mills uh, Conference Center in Belton. And we can give you guys that address. I'll put it in a flyer for y'all.
0: Also, if you would like to stay on the camp there, that retreat, the rooms are available, 125. You don't have to have a room to participate and enjoy this ladies' retreat. But if you'd like to spend the night there, please, it's 125. Also, one other announcement, the school academy parents uh, from grades 3 to 5, 6, 6, Three to six, we have a meeting right after church in the Welcome Center, please. It is regarding our junior convention.
1: Can we say amen? Amen. So at this time, we would like to receive our uh, tithes and our offerings. Praise the Lord. So if you have something that you would like to give to the Lord, amen. Why don't you do so? Amen. The church and the Lord will appreciate anything that you give to God. Because God loves a cheerful giver. So, if you have just some change, get that to the Lord. Amen. Support the work of God, however, way that you can. Can you say amen?
0: amen. All right, we'll have Brother Scotty come with a godly trait.
3: Praise the Lord Church. Oh, I'm sorry. Praise the Lord Church. Praise God There we go, making sure we're all here. I know we're all a little tired. We had lots of church. Good church, Amen. good conference. Got a little bit a little bit of tiredness going on. I understand. I get it. I'm right there with you. All right, today I'm going to start off with the scripture uh, in Romans 13 verse one and verse seven. 13: one says, "Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers." For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Mm -hmm. And in verse 7 it says, Render therefore to all their dues tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, and honor to whom honor. Today's character trait is going to be respectful. Uh, To be respectful means the feeling of deep respect and honor mixed with wonder, awe, and love for the person that God is using in my life to produce the character of Christ in me. (sighs) Respect in today's world has taken an extreme back burner. Uh, The the ways of yesterday, they're gone. Uh, If you look at today's world, there is no respect in this world. Yet we must still remember the way things were back in the day, and I'll come back to that in just a moment. We still have to, raise to rise for a judge in a courtroom. We still have to have a sense of dignity and honor if we go into court. Hopefully nobody has to go there, but if you have to, I understand. We have to be honest with ourselves that respect has become almost non-existent in today's society. Mm-hmm. We used to do simple things like take our hats off indoors, mm-hmm. stand up when a woman enters the room. We used to hold the door open for elders and others, mm-hmm. kids used to do things like call adults sir and ma'am or mister and missus. They used to hold the doors open and do things for them, give their seats up for a person that needed to sit. These things are starting to come by the wayside, although I'm believing that we should go back to it. The culture is changing big time. I think we all know that. But we, we shouldn't change. We've heard that in the preaching very often. We should stand firm. God has not changed, and neither should we. God commanded children to honor your mother and father. I know that's not going to make a lot of y'all happy, but it's in the Word, so I can't help you. <laughs> so important that Paul reiterated it in the New Testament to honor your mother and father and said it's the only commandment that is given with a promise. God uses parents to shape the children to be good, godly people when you're grown and when you're an adult. To, pro- to go on what Brotherhood was preaching, good pruning yields a good harvest. We have to prune our young ones to do to be respectful to have the respect of those that need it and deserve it mm-hmm. those that help us grow in character and in godliness they deserve our respect yes. adults we must show respect to others as an example because god also requires that of everyone as is showed in romans that we have to give respect to where respect is due that was written to people that were under an evil government mm-hmm. that did nothing but wrong to the people of israel And especially to the new Christians, they were under a government that tried to rule them in manners that weren't the manners that they saw. I do believe we might possibly be in kind of the same boat today. If we pay attention to the way the government's doing to us today, things are kind of taking a little bit of a back burner to the way they used to be. And they're trying to silence what is right and what is godly. We need to respect our elders. I'm sorry, let me back up. I'm going to touch back on this government thing. Respect doesn't depend on a political party affiliation or its policies as an adult. We are to give respect because God ordained it, as it said in Romans. We are We are commanded, commanded to give respect to where it is due. You may not agree with who's holding a particular office, but God tells you to respect that person. And we, as Christians, we need to do that, to be continually respectful. We need to respect our elders and to keep them in high esteem, with love for the work that they're doing for you and for me. We give respect to our church leaders because God gave them to us. God called them and gave them to us to teach, to prune us as we should prune our children. They are gifted to teach and to preach, and so the body can be built up and to edify. We don't just show respect because of who they are or what they're doing, but rather we honor them because God uses them to make us more like him we need to ask ourselves today are we showing the respect to the people that deserve it do we stand up for what is right even though the times are changing and do i show those that god has put in my life the respect and honor that they deserve amen amen, amen. praise the lord
0: respect it's important let's worship the lord today Hallelujah. all right daughter now we're ready let's worship god welcome to come worship in the altar where you're at, whatever you feel led to do. You're more than welcome. If you need prayer today, don't hesitate to come, but we're here to worship Jesus.
2: You're the God of restoration. Oh, yes, you are. one who gives us salvation. salvation. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, let revival come. Let revival come. from my sorrow to gladness I have you what more could I want to raise my will to higher Lord, set Lord, my spirit Lord, on Lord, fire Lord we're asking asking you to prove you you're the God of restoration oh, yes, you the are. one who gives salvation oh yes oh, The joy that you bring, joy that you bring, oh re me, rewrite me with the Joy that you bring, joy that you bring, we me, re me, me with the Joy that you bring, joy that you bring, We're The joy that you bring home. Oh. Revive me, revive me.
0: Would. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in the presence of the Lord and I need reviving. I said, I need reviving. Hopefully you feel the same way. Remember you can be seated anytime, remain standing, do what you feel led to do. Just worship the Lord. Let us sing another song to Jesus.
2: And I am pl-
0: Let God in. Let Him in. Let Him in your life, your heart, your mind, and your soul. He loves you so very much and He cares about every aspect of your life. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus.
2: Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> hallelujah. Glory to the Lord God today.
2: I just want to wait on the Lord a
0: little bit. I just want to let God have His way Mm -hmm. in lives today, in hearts today. No matter what they need, a healing physically or a touch, spiritually and emotionally. Maybe they need encouragement. Maybe they face things that seem to be impossible. And God wants to tell them today, all things are possible in Him if we will but believe. My daughter continues to pray. If anyone wants prayer today, if you just really feel in your spirit the need to come and pray, come and I'll pray with you, or another minister will.
2: Hey! Yeah. You divide so in mercy. You're uncertain.
0: Oh, yes we just want what God wants it's not what we want, we want what God wants it's not our agenda but God's Oh hallelujah our hands if you're comfortable. Begin to thank the Lord that He is moving. Thank you, Lord. Lord, Moving upon the lives of people both young and old. Amen. Let's sing another song if we could.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: I just want to speak the name of Jesus. That's me.
0: That's me. That's me. I just want to speak the name Over of Over
2: every heart and every mind. I know there is peace within your presence. Sing it, daughter. I speak Jesus.
0: says clap your hands on your people and make a joyful noise all your lands come on let's thank god that his presence is here amen you've been blessed today you've been touched today come on put your hands together thank god praise the name of the lord god of heaven our ensemble can be seated this morning so good to have you here our visitors we're glad that you're here with us today I want to thank everyone for their hard work and what they sacrificed in the conference Thursday and Friday. It was tremendous, and I want to thank everyone for their support. Amen. Don't forget, right after the service, parents of the Academy Children, grades 3 to 6, we have a short meeting in the Welcome Center. Please don't forget Pumpkin Patch Saturday October the 15th, we got to unload pumpkins. We need all the help we can get, and that will be at 8.30, 8.30. Amen. Praise the Lord. I pray that I can truly yield to the Lord today because I know that everything that has been done, every song that has been sung has really confirmed what the Lord has laid on my heart. And I'm going to be reading over in the book of Psalms, chapter number verse. 45 excuse me chapter 45 verse number 7 verse number 7 amen oh boy do i desire god to move upon our lives today i pray that i can yield to him and you can receive what he has given me today the bible says here thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness therefore god thy god hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. You may be seated. I'm going to read this again. But I'm going to read it again in Hebrews 1 and 9, because it says the same thing. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity, Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. I'd like to leave that thought with you today, the oil of gladness. If there is something that is needed in our world today, it is true peace, godly joy, and godly gladness. No matter what is going on in our life, you can have that. If, in fact, you love righteousness and hate wickedness. Amen. I want to give you the definition, if I could, of oil of gladness. Basically, from the Scripture, oil is olive oil. That's pretty simple. But gladness, is exultation or exaltation. And what that means is is a feeling of of triumph, a feeling of triumph. And I can look out here today, and a few of you don't feel that way. So I want God to put an oil of gladness in your life. It also means rejoicing. It means exceedingly joyous. And I like this last one. It means to jump for joy. You don't see much jumping anymore in churches. I don't know the reason behind that. It could be age. It could be hurt body. It could be a lot of things. But when you get happy, I mean really happy, you're going to have a spring in your step, and you're going to jump around a little bit. Watch the children. What happened to me? What happened to me? Amen. I'm going to be reading a lot of Scripture before I get to the point. Stay with me. A little unusual way for me to preach today but this is the way the Lord has given it to me. Nehemiah 13, 1 and 2 says, excuse me, Nehemiah 13, 1 and 2, it says, "...on the day they read in the book of Moses in the audience of the people, and therein was found written that the Ammonite and the Moabite should not come into the congregation of God forever." Because they met not the children of Israel with bread and water, but hired Balaam against them, that he should curse them. Howbeit God turned the curse into a blessing. Yes. Yes. Now the reason I'm reading all this scripture is I want the word of God to go forth, because it will not return into him void or empty. I want you to hear the word of the Lord. Here was the children of Israel trying to make their way to the promised land. I don't know about you, but I'm trying to make my way to the promised land. And in life, there's a lot of evil. In life, there's a lot of things that go on. And sometimes people are not so kind, even church folks. But the Bible assured me that if I love righteousness and hate wickedness, that God would pour an oil of gladness, exceeding joy, that I can jump in the midst of adversity, for the Lord has anointed me with the oil of gladness. You know the world lacks that, and some of you lack that. You get it here and there, but you don't maintain it. It's kind of like the ten virgins. Five maintained it, and five just let it go empty. Where are you at today? Are you running on full or are you running on empty? You don't have to wait in line at the gas pumps. You don't have to worry about the price that is being charged to fill up your tank. But you can come today and be touched and anointed with that oil of gladness. God turned the curse into a blessing. Genesis 50 and 20. Joseph's brothers meant evil for him, stole him into slavery. But listen to what the word of the Lord says.
4: But as for you, ye thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good, to bring to pass as it is this day, to save much people
0: alive. I don't know about you, but it doesn't matter really what people think of me. I'd like for them to like me but as long as God has taken whatever evil is coming my way, turning it to good, so that people can be saved through the preaching of the gospel, I'm all right with that. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm trying to reach somebody today. I'm trying to encourage somebody today. And I understand that God's already moved, and I understand tears have already been shed, but the Word of God has got to go forth. It says in the book of Esther 9 and 22,
4: As the days wherein the Jews rested from their enemies and the month which was turned unto them from sorrow to joy. What? From sorrow to joy.
0: That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a curse to turn to blessings. I'm looking for those things that are evil that comes into my life to work to good. And I'm looking for my sorrow to turn to joy. Keep reading.
4: And from morning into a good day. What kind of day? A good day. What kind of day? A good day.
0: You know, basically, they were having some bad days. But they loved righteousness, and they hated wickedness, and they yielded to the will of the Lord, and God turned their bad day into a good day, their sorrow into joy. Can somebody hear me today? Surely you don't have all of the gladness and joy that you won't. If you do, pass some my way. Listen to what it says here as we continue to read in Esther
4: 9.22. That they should make them days of feasting and joy. And of sending portions one to another. And gifts to the poor.
0: And Romans 8.28 tells us very plainly.
4: And we know.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. And we think. We know. We hope. We hope. We know. That's the problem with you and I living for God. We sometimes hope and we sometimes think when we ought to know. God cannot lie. I said God's not a man that he should lie. His promises are yea and amen. And he says right here, and we know. That all things. That all things. I don't care what it is. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care how much it hurts. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the doctor says. I don't care what any judge says. I don't care what the outlook may be. We know that all things work together for good. For what? Good. For what? Good. Oh, it's coming, honey. There's good coming in my life. You may not see it yet, but good can I, can I say it this way as I'm starting to sense the Holy Ghost? There's a blessing running after me. There's joy chasing after me. It seems like I'm always running away, and it just keeps on following. <laughs> I turn around from my curse, there's a blessing. I turn around from my sorrow, there's joy. How about a bad day? How about a bad day? When you have a bad day, it seems like it keeps getting worse. And all the while, that good day is running after me. Have you ever had those things? And the first thing we say is, what did I do wrong? Why is this happening to me? All we got to do is look around. Because those things, it didn't say good things are working together for good. It said all things. All. Wait a minute, wait a minute, let me stop right here. There'd be no blessing if there was no curse. There'd be no joy if there was no sorrow. There'd be no healing if there was no sickness. There'd be no forgiveness if there was not sin. It's coming after me. It's everywhere around me. And God's saying, will you stop for a moment and stop thinking about and concentrating and, and really just looking at the things that are bad and understand, I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. I'm trying to take this uh, that's hurting you and pulling you down and giving you the mule grubs. Uh, I'm trying to turn it around and, and work
4: for good.
0: for good them that
4: love God. Now, if I love God.
0: We're going to go to another scripture in a minute. I want you to hold on to that.
4: Them that love God. To them who are the called according to His purpose.
0: All right. Now I want you to hold on to loving God. All right? Yes. Amen. John 14, 15, and 17 says, if you love me. Keep my commandments. If you love me. Keep my commandments. So many people want the all of gladness, but they don't want to keep, keep God's commandments. commandments. And the reason... Please don't get upset at me now. But the reason you're having difficulties in keeping the commandments of God is because you're struggling with your love for God. Fall in love with Jesus again, and you won't have any problem. And God will be saying, once you love me and keep my commandments, I'm ready to give you some oil of gladness. I'm ready to anoint you, pour it out upon you, let goodness catch you, let joy find you. Let blessings abound in your life. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm blessed. I'm not blessed in my bank account. I'm not blessed in a home. You're saying what you're talking about? Just, just bear with me, please. I'm not blessed because I can stand. I'm blessed because God said I'm blessed. It don't matter whether I'm broke. It don't matter what kind of home I live in, what kind of car I drive. It don't matter what I look like. It don't matter if I can stand or not stand. It doesn't matter. God said I'm blessed because I keep his commandments. Yeah, there's always a caveat with God. There's always you do this, I'll do that. Oh, yeah. If you love me. Keep my commandments. If you love me. Keep my commandments. And these commandments, the Bible says, are not grievous. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Can we continue to read there?
4: And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. Oh, yeah. That he may abide with you forever. For what?
0: Forever. A comforter. Oh, yes. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, Mm -hmm. because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him. Mm -hmm. For he dwelleth with you. And shall be in you. Amen. Can we say it again in John 15, 10, and 11?
4: If ye keep my commandments. Come on now. Ye shall abide in my love. Even if I have kept my Father's commandments. And abide in his love. These
0: things I have spoken unto you. Mm -hmm. Come on. That my joy might remain. Amen. He'll get there. He'll get there. Mm -hmm. If not, I got it. I got it right here. Amen. It says, these things I have spoken to you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Now, can we brack this up a little bit? Hey, Balaam cursed Israel, but God turned it to a blessing. Whose blessing was it? His. Turned their sorrow into joy. Whose joy was it? Bad day. Whose good day was it? His. Thank you, Jesus. I know it seems kind of simple, but you got to understand the joy of the Lord. Uh-huh. I said the joy of the Lord, not my joy, His joy. not my blessing, His blessing. not my goodness, His goodness, but it's God's goodness. Yes. And he's saying, hey, no matter what comes my way, mm-hmm. I can hear it. I can hear, Pastor, you just don't know what's happening to me. Hey, I, I appreciate that fact. I may not, and you don't know what's going on with me. Understand this. God says, if you love me and keep my commandments, I will abide with you forever. And I will turn every curse. What is repentance? It's a turning. So God is saying, does he need to repent? No. But he's saying, you know what? I love you. You're keeping my commandments. So I'm changing my mind. The Bible says God has repented before but not of sin. He has changed his mind. He said, you know what? That curse ain't going to be with you anymore. I'm changing my mind. I'm going to bring you a blessing. That sorrow's not going to linger. I'm changing my mind because you love me. And if God is with me and God is in me, how can I not be blessed? How can I not have joy? How can it not be a good day? Oh, my, 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 my. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. All oh, of gladness. Isaiah 61, 1 through 4, lots of scriptures. Just stay with me, please. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty. Liberty to the captives. And the opening of prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Amen. That They shall build the old waste. They shall raise up the former desolations. They shall repair the waste cities and the desolations of many generations. Amen. This was speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who, when he went in at his hometown in the synagogue, picked up the book for it was his time to read. He turned to this passage of scripture in Luke 4 18 and 19. And this is what he said The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Amen. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor,
4: he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted.
0: Wait a minute, what is he sent to do?
4: Heal the brokenhearted. What is he sent to do? Heal the broken Take a
0: broken heart and make it whole. Do you understand the all of gladness? God wants you. He wants you living in exceeding joy. He said, Listen, the joy I give you is not of this world. Amen. I give you joy more abundantly. Mm-hmm. We, I, you, we raced. We base our joy and our happiness on tangible, earthly things. It seems like we're in a good mood if we're getting along with our spouse, our dog, our cat, our children. We pay our bills, and guess what? There's money left, over. That's the wrong type of joy. The joy that I'm looking for, the whole heart that I'm looking for, is a God that says no matter what is going on in your life, no matter how heavy it is, come unto me, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn in me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Heal the broken heart to preach deliverance
4: to the captives
0: and recovering of
4: sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Too
0: many churches, too many apostolic churches, churches everywhere, people come in, And they get a little word that encourages them for a moment. But they go right back out to the same old thing they're facing. They go right back out to depression. They go right back out to hopelessness. They go right back out to frustration. They go right back out to fear. Because they're misunderstanding what they truly so want. And that is a relationship with God to understand that this too shall pass. Weeping. May endure, may Mm -hmm. endure for the night, Mm -hmm. but joy cometh in the morning. But joy
4: cometh in the morning.
0: That sounds like that. I can count on it as I can count on the sun rising in the morning, I can count on the joy of the Lord to come back in my life. If I will love righteousness and hate wickedness and keep his commandments and wait on God, I promise you, I promise you, he will turn. My captivity into liberty. He will give me sight to walk by. I hope and pray that someone, someone will take this word and let it work in your life. My daughter, come very quickly. God has moved tremendously today. Many of you have felt him. You've experienced him. He's touched you, and you know it. That's wonderful. That's great. That's fantastic. That's what we desire. But now he wants to plant something, a seed, down inside of you so that when you're not in church, and you're not gathered together, and maybe you can't find God like you want to find him, that that word which is God will come alive in you and you can begin to jump can you imagine what people would think if things were the worst that's ever been in your life and you were jumping for joy i remember as a brand new convert to the lord when sickness would come in my family i'd get excited oh boy You think, are you crazy? That's what they thought. But you know what I was doing? God, I know you're going to do something, and I'm excited to know what you're going to do about it. What happened to that? What happened to that? What happened to that? What happened? Where did it go? His blessings are always present. His goodness is always abounding. joy is there for the taking do you understand that God if you're holding on to righteousness and departing from evil and you're loving him and doing your best to keep his word He'll take your defeat and turn it to victory. As we stand this morning, you say, I don't know about that. Samuel knew about it. He had no eyesight. As a Nazarite, his hair began to grow, and God's presence began to come back into his life, and he said, Lord, if it be possible, in my death let me kill more enemy, more Philistine than I did in my life. You know what happened? You see, when I die to self, when I die to self, that's when the joy and the victory of God becomes so ever real. You know, he can take your weakness and make you strong. He can take your sadness and turn to joy, your bondage to freedom, and death to life. The altars are open. I know you've been here and you say, Well, this just seems like a simple message, really. Then, how come the world is so dependent on doctors? Clinics, medicine, counselors. They may have a place, but a child of God has a greater counselor and a greater physician, a greater provider. A daughter's going to sing, you do what you feel led to do.
2: You are closed like no other I've known you other thought